failure is the best way to learn. Failure is the best way to make mistakes and deal with it. I get it's uncomfortable. I get it sucks. I get it could have resulted in you losing a lot of money, reputation, face. Like there's a whole lot of emotional issues that also go with failure. Um, and one of the things that you just need to be aware of is like it, it's just uh, an experience that you need to go, what are the lessons I can learn from here and how do I not repeat it? Yeah, you know. I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all, all you people, motivating you, all of you listeners, to go that one step further in your lives. I'm your host, Takura, and today I am joined by a fantastic guest. He's a man of many talents. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's a social engineer. He's a global world traveler, a, a, a proud business owner of Chat Fortress and Behavioral Sales, a book author of a book called People Ignorant. He's a lover of coffee, cycling and all things technology. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm extremely excited to welcome Ben to the podcast. Ben, welcome for uh, to the podcast and thank you for joining me today. Hey, g'day. It's my absolute pleasure to be here, man. I'm with the, with the Prince of the North. Like that could be anything. Could there be anything better I could be doing right now? <laughs> I I wonder I wonder as well, but you know we're, we're in a great space right now, and we're about to make and uh, make an, an amazing video for all of you listeners and viewers who are watching this episode. And you know, without further ado, without with with, we'll start the 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 podcast interview with you know an icebreaker. And Ben, please uh, tell the listeners you know uh, a bit about yourself. You know where you're from, what you're currently doing, and what you like to get up to in your free time. So uh, I'm going to start with the free time because that's the fun stuff. So I am uh, yeah. passionate about cycling <laughs> uh, and uh, I enjoy cycling and just uh, challenging myself in a physically new way. Uh, so it's not uncommon for me to ride uh, 100 miles. So in the world of kilometers, it's 120 mm -hmm. odd kilometers, give or take. Um, uh, no, I did that math wrong. So that's... No, that's right. I had to double the other way. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because when I talk to family in Australia, it's like, hold on. They're like, well, yeah. Because when I when I cross sixty, when I cross, yeah. Anyway, it's it's always fun. They're like, they have to do the math, and it makes life enjoyable. So, um, so that's what I get to do on on the fun side of things. I've always been passionate and a lover of uh, technology and communication and being an effective communication uh, because it started all because I sucked at communicating. Uh, and there's still lessons I learn on a daily basis about how to be an effective communicator, how to get my message across, how to display my value and my worth, uh, and not be in those situations where you feel like you've been taken advantage of or where you were trying to articulate something and you weren't able to get your point across, get your message across. Uh, and that's kind of that constant development of myself has led to the development of tools and resources to be able to facilitate that in others. And that's what's so exciting. Awesome, awesome, man, and that, that's a, that's an amazing intro. And like, I I like how you also, you know, you you the way you started, you you captured one of the elements you were not so good at, and 
automatically like I'm, I'm here to develop a way to improve myself in that particular area but not only that but set it or set it up for other people to then also benefit from it as well which is uh the generational wealth thinking you know you're thinking of yourself but you're also thinking of the next generation who are going to impart or embrace that knowledge and use it and then apply it as well yeah, well, and it all starts because like when you grow a business, right, you grow your sales team, you grow your communications team, you grow your customer support team. And it's mm-hmm. like your evolution and uh, your evolution from a side hustle to a full time business. And then you need more people to handle the workflow. It's like, how do you effectively communicate with the team? Because if it's ineffective with the team, then the wheels, as they say, fall off the bus. And then the businesses have issues. You have uh, if you've got multiple partners in the business, you can have partner issues. Um, mm-hmm. And it can be even more of a challenge if it's a husband and wife team because, yeah. well, when you go to bed at night, you're still dealing with that business issue or the argument you had earlier and you may end up sleeping on the couch that evening. I'm sure some people can relate to that situation, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, you may have made the wrong choice in that other partner's uh, in, their, in their mind and they're very set in their ways when, when you don't agree with them, if that makes sense. So the thing is, is yeah miscommunications happen. So it's how do we deal with that? How do we effectively roll with that? And how do we effectively uh, improve our communication to help us influence others and empower others, inspire the action we want them to take, right? So, uh, and if you've got a way, you've got to start with self-awareness. And from self-awareness, you can improve is really what we believe. Awesome, man. Awesome. And I think we'd like to break down a bit more about the social engineering side and uh, what I, I found. I think it, you say it's called, is it people hacking, I think? Um, so if, yeah, if you'd like to... They call it people hacking. Yeah. 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 If, if so you'd one like of the to things break is, that down. Yeah. So social engineering or people hacking is really hacking human behaviors. Like how do you hack yourself to get the results you want? Or uh, in the cybersecurity world, it's used as a phrase of... Uh, you, it's easier to hack the person than it is to hack the computer system. <coughs> Sorry. So okay. if I can hack the person, I can get access to the computer system, the network. And it's one of the reasons why um, f- they call phishing emails. So it's fake emails you get uh, that are saying, hey, somebody logged into your bank and they want you to click the link to enter your username and password. They're not hacking the computer system. They're hacking the user. They're trying to extract from you your username and password. So mm-hmm. there's an art and a science to facilitating that. And that's what they call that social engineering and that, that people hacker. Because you've got to be aware of how do I instantly influence you? How do I gain trust and rapport over you so you reveal sensitive information that maybe you shouldn't be sharing and do it in mm-hmm. a way that you don't even realize you're sharing it? Like there's an art to this. And when I... I research this and learn all about this. I learn about the tactics that the CIA used at black site interrogations uh, sites to influence that or the, the tactics they, they teach spies to elicit information while drinking a beer in a bar or having coffee with somebody, right? So they're mm-hmm. all communication skills and resources. That's amazing. That's amazing. And when you break it down even further, I, I think... The, the 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 whole email concept um the, I, I could tell you a funny story I, I don't think it was funny at the time but like when i was on internship with the company i was working for there was an email that went around uh that said um click here to 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 view this uh video what 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 and it was it, it was written like really formally like the a way in a way that work emails would look and 
um, it, it we ended up uh, finding out that it was a cyber attack uh, on the company and like more than 60% of people who work in the company clicked on the on the video link because of where it came from. So if it came from, let's say it came from my boss, like, and I clicked the link, I, I only clicked the link because of, obviously it, it's come from my superior. So I, I might as well click the link because there might be something useful. And then um, I think two hours into the workday, we figured out, okay, it's, it's, it's a hack. Everyone needs to change their passwords, their login details. Uh, we need to, know the severity of the the breach and all that stuff and it's like um it's not like in the movies where we went into a like a a total tech shutdown but there was like a kind of a data lockdown uh internally uh just to see how much of of, of access was actually you know uh given or like you know penetrated from from the initial hack and all that stuff and it it was quite fascinating to find like how the the person who had initially uh, developed it, got it all sort out. And like you said, they hack the person, not the system. So in, in a way, because they, yeah, God, yeah. sorry. And like that, it, it's so easy to do because most people aren't even aware of how much of your information is already online. Like there's websites you can go to where you can enter a person's email address and it mm-hmm. literally shows you everywhere where their email uh, has been compromised. So it tells you their email address. It tells you can tell you their address. It can tell you their phone number. It can tell you the, the passwords they use. And you can literally see the websites they use the same password or you can see um, the strategy they use to create their passwords. Like they, mm. you'll see the password that says January 1, 2, 3. And then it's, it might be February one, two, three. So they've had to reset their password in February. So it's in, like so you can see there's a logic into how they're creating their passwords because everything is behavioral. Mm-hmm. Everything is we all are humans and there's multiple things that run us at a human level, right? We all operate in the same way. Mm-hmm. So once you understand what those rules are, well, you can then exploit those rules, right? So it's like how do you do that? And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who exploit them for malicious gain. And that's part of the problems. Um, Mm. And uh, so one of the things you want to be aware of is like, how are all these things running against you? So what are the, how do you respond to these situations that you aren't even aware you're doing? So there's a whole world that we can dive into there. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, I I think it it may, it may as well, like be linked to your, your current, one of your current businesses right now, uh, behavior sales, and how you um how how do you how do you and you and obviously your colleagues you know go about um a you know mentally triggering people into obviously making uh the 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 better decisions for themselves improving themselves improving communication and and also like i think from a, a sales perspective i think selling themselves let's say they want to uh build their personal brand but like how they can then convince the next person that i'm the best option for wherever they want to work, for instance. Yeah, well, fascinating questions. And the reality is, is uh, I'll answer it in a, in a two-phase approach because yeah, sure. um, the, the first thing that we do is we help people to identify a person's personality type based on their email address or a LinkedIn profile. So if you can identify somebody's personality so you can predict their personality style, you can predict how I'm likely to respond in a circumstance situations. And we follow mm-hmm. the DISC methodology, D-I-S-C, and based on that, we can go, hey, you're a D or you're an S. And so in that situation, I can determine 
what your stresses are, what your motivators are, what are the drivers and needs that you prioritize in your communication and in your life. And then mm -hmm. based on that, I can build authority and connection and rapport with you significantly faster than if I didn't know that. So we don't have to spend 15 minutes talking about the weather or the what most sales people will say that you got to talk about this, you got to talk about that. You got like people don't have time for that anymore. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, is if I can identify that, I can also save myself a lot of time and energy from trying to stalk you online, which is what a lot of people do. They go and stalk people online where all I do is I literally take somebody's email address and in 15 mm -hmm. seconds, I have their personality profile come back to me. And from that, I can then go, okay, this person is X. So that means when I approach them, I have to talk more slowly. I have to be more detailed with my answers because they're looking for a far more detailed response or I'm talking to a person that wants to talk about wants to speak quickly and they want fast action they they want to be talking about the action and the results or they want to be talking about the task like knowing that difference is allows you to then present your information the way they want it not the way mm -hmm. you want it. And that's what a lot of people do wrong specifically in sales is mm -hmm. they present the information the way you want to hear it. Uh, and therefore, you're only connecting with one in four people. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. I, I'm actually curious if, if we could give it a try with mine. <laughs> I will, we, we could use me as, 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 a, as, a, test, as a test subject uh, to see how it would work. Uh, I don't know if, 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 if you have got time to, to do that at this, 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 this early in the podcast episode. Um, it would be interesting. Maybe if, 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 if I, I'll, share, I'll share my my email address in the chat box and then towards the end of the the, the episode we'll, we'll we'll have a look and we'll, we'll discuss with the, <laughs> the accuracies yeah, and inaccuracies if you share your uh, email or linkedin address with me i can then uh, generate it for you and show you what this, uh, what it looks like all right cool i will definitely do that um if i can get myself sorted out but without further ado you know we'll, we'll move on to the next question and i'm pretty sure everyone will be interested and intrigued to find out more and you seem as, as, as a very passionate person who loves technology, who loves uh, physical activity, you know, who helps uh, loving people as well. But can you break down um, your passions and what you love most about, you know, doing them on a day to day basis? Yeah, well, I'm uh, always inspired about how we can improve our performance and productivity, right? And do more of what we want to do. And that's one of the big things that I, I really uh, try to achieve is how do I improve what I'm doing by 1% every single day? Because if I can improve by 1%, that's compounding growth. Uh, and a lot of people, and I, and I know, I know I personally made this ma uh, mistake that, you know what, I've got to improve by 50% in one go. And the problem is, is you're looking for that, uh, that home run hit, as they call it, and you miss what they call base hits, like stealing bases to actually become successful, right? That's a baseball analogy. So the thing is, is small wins. Uh, actually create a bigger success in the long run and small wins will actually give you momentum. And that momentum is what people need to actually create success uh, in, in sales and in business today. Because if you aren't creating those small wins on a regular basis, well, you get pretty disenchanted when you experience a setback or some failure or something like that happen in your life and you may, fa you may just want to give up. And that's really not what you want to do either, right? So um, I'm passionate about creating that, uh, that improvements, helping others do that, and creating the systems around that to help me really get what I want out of my life, right? The where, yeah. you know, How I want to live, how I want to travel, the resources I need to facilitate for my family. Um, and that's really 
what's driving me now is to be able to create that and achieve those goals as quickly as possible. Because we've seen what happens in the last 24 months. Like we don't know how the world's going to change. We don't know how things in front of us uh, are going to be. So you've got to like take advantage of the opportunity while you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. And, you know, it's it's one step at a time. Like, I think in many ways, it, a, a lot of us, you know, we, we tend to look at the big picture and we try to go for that big. Uh, it's like it's like the essence of going fishing and trying to catch a whale. Like you, you don't become a, a, a better fisher if, if, if you're going to to try and catch a whale straight away you have to build up you have to go from the the little fish the tilapias um i'm not sure what what fish are there available in the u.s right now that you can fish or in australia for instance but it's a gradual progress where you build up and you once you get better in in small pieces you gain that confidence back and i love the fact that obviously you're building uh pathways for people to um you know better themselves increase that confidence and identify where they can improve but you know as as we progress through the, the the episode today you know can can you also share where people can find you um if they're interested in engaging in your services 100 percent. they can just go to behaviorsales.com um and if they hit up at behaviorsales.com there's a lot of resources we've even got a free community where they can check out and learn about everything we're talking about they can ask questions they can integrate uh engage with our people and that's really uh, the best resource i can provide for them absolutely and i, I think I, it's something i would definitely uh give a try and give a go as well um because I, I think I, I there's there's areas of of my side that i also want to improve like i've also got um a brand that I have alongside the podcast that's kind of integrated into the podcast. And, you know, at the same time, I want to, I'm sending out a positive message that obviously this podcast is to uplift people, give people hope, um, you know, share experiences like from, from yourself and how you've overcome things and how you've in inspired and you're motivated. And then also, you know, have some, some, you know, some, some dapper merch to put on. And you can say, you know, I, I represent a brand that's all about, you know, progression uh making a difference and all that stuff so i'll definitely give that a go but you know as as we move forward you know i'd like to ask you a question that you know that give you a sense of uh self-reflection but who would you say um or how many people would you say have inspired you and made a positive impact on you as as you uh, hundreds of people have over the years have inspired and empowered me um and there's people who have um, I've learned valuable lessons from from the mistakes that have been made in a business relationship or a relationship that ha has happened or a mentor that I've worked with or so it's not necessarily even from the positive. Some people go, oh, I get this guy excites me and I love what he, they, they do or this lady or this couple, but. I, I, over the last few years, I've actually stepped back and looked at the bigger picture. And you know what? There's actually valuable lessons I can learn from that experience that didn't work out. And mm -hmm. that, uh, that is actually more valuable than sometimes the positive stuff because it for forces faster change. Um, so my biggest tip to people out there is like, Hey, there's a lesson to be learned from absolutely every experience. And until you learn that lesson, it will repeat itself. So the thing is you need to be able to identify that. And, and take stock in that. Like one of the best things you can do is every single day at the end of the day, or even at, if you, even if you only do it once a week, cause you're so busy, like what is the, what is the three things you learned this week? What is the <laughs> three things that you uh, are committing to do better next week? Uh, and just look at that. And then you can see those lessons and take 
stock in them because they're valuable to you. They could mm-hmm. save you from making a $100,000 mistake or a million dollar mistake in, in the future. Um, but if you don't become aware of what's going on, then you kind of dismiss those values. And a lot of people will look for the, the, the instant tangible from a lot of things when some of the stuff isn't tangible, like you've been making the same mistake because you've got this need that is from a belief pattern that you have, but the belief is wrong. The belief is incorrect. So the, the belief is actually limiting your success, your wealth, your happiness, your joy. Um, and that's what you need to be aware of. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> you've gone over and, and I think you've also answered uh, two of the other questions I was I was actually uh, keen to ask you as well. So, you know, kudos to you on that. And it, it, it really does make a difference, um, you know, from what you just said. And I think it, it, in many ways, um, when, 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 from what you said about the, until we realize that, you know, until we recognize that we're doing something um, inconsistently, we're going to keep making that mistake and keep going through that same uh, emotional cycle of why did this go wrong, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then once you realize that, um, you ultimately break the cycle. And I think that's what it's all about. Like you want to break that cycle and you want to learn and you want to constantly progress from that. And, you know, uh, that that's a very, very good breakdown from that. You know, you, you've encompassed inspirations to how you've, uh, what the most valuable thing about failure is as well. So, you know, kudos to you on that. So, you know, we'll, we'll move hey, on to- did, the- did you notice, did, did you notice the entire time we've been speaking, I actually shared a link yeah. with you already of your personality type and profile. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if you I, loaded that. Yeah, so to everyone listening and watching, uh, Ben has uh, basically generated a report on what my personality is um, using my email address. So we're gonna we're gonna go through that in a second now, so that we can actually have a look at who I am as a person uh, compared to the report. Let's see. Yeah, at the end of the day, it tells me that you're an what we call an S style personality, which is someone who's steady. Uh, and in that personality, uh, we would say that uh, there's three words that would describe you. So inflexible, mm-hmm. deliberate, and disciplined, right? So when mm-hmm. you make a decision or when you decide on something, you're like committed, right? So that's why it's mm-hmm. saying inflexible. Um, and if I want to convince you, the only way to convince them is by showing them the, the examples and ample proof. What do you think of that? Well, I, th- I think it's, it's a mixture. <laughs> I think I think I do have uh, a bit of discipline, but I think I do incorporate a bit of flexibility into how I go about things. Um, I, I do agree on the on the on the point where once I make a decision to pursue something, I don't second guess that. Like I think it's it's, it's very important um, for ourselves. Like once you make a decision to commit to something, you go ahead with it and you go through with it all towards the like through to the end of the to the to the to, until you get some sort of result like i think that's the most important thing because i think the and i think this is a cliche as well like we, we tend like I've, I've noticed myself as well like going back some years when i was still a bit younger you know go into something uh try it and then see that you know it's not it's not like i'm not getting anywhere and then ultimately give up instead of you know continuing along the process to see um some something happened because some things take longer to develop than others. So I think I was I had the Amazon mindset, you know, <laughs> instant next day delivery kind of thing. But in in all essence, a lot of these things they take time to build. 
Yeah. So one of the things is, so how would you say this works? So we've predicted that you Mm -hmm. are fast paced and task orientated. So once you do things, you do them quickly, you take action, Mm -hmm. but you're always focusing on the task, the task Mm -hmm. at hand and how to get the task done. Would you say that's correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty correct. Yeah. Oh, it's like, and all this from your email address. So what about this? So it tells me that your needs are challenges, choices, Mm -hmm. and control. So when I'm communicating to you, I need to display how what I'm communicating is going to facilitate your needs of giving you the right challenges. And Mm -hmm. it's the right choice because it gives you control over your future, your destiny, or the thing I'm trying to sell you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Fit. Right, wrong. What do you? What do you? What do you? What's your response on that one? I mean, I think I think you're 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 accurate in a, in a way because and and it's it's it's, fa- it's fascinating that you managed to get all of that information from my email address, and <laughs> I think I think that 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 goes to show you guys that uh, with what Ben's doing, you know, he's using uh, data for the right reasons and to put us in positions where we realize uh, opportunities that we can take on board and um you know invest in ourselves as well i think i, I would like to do another one but i'll probably we'll probably do it offline we'll, we'll try with my linkedin profile after we're, we're finished but you know we'll, we'll move on to the that, next that connected to your linkedin profile as well so it pulls from both oh. so it convert yeah so based on the way that the language in your linkedin profile is that but the whole point of it is like if you have that information i can now more authentically connect with you with uh, a better intention and purpose, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Which makes life easier because, and therefore you can achieve things, but it also then strategically allows you to analyze, well, who am I communicating to? How do I need to communicate to meet their expectations? And at the end of the day, for in the sales world, it helps you close sales faster. That's the promise. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I wish I I I need to obviously get 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 a little a little boom. I, I think I need to obviously see this profile and read it in depth as well for myself. I think this is very very, very exciting to see how well, well, you can. That's part of your personality trait, which I said right. Uh, convince them by showing examples and ample proof. You like the details. <laughs> you like to see how it all works. You like to see the insides of it, and you, you want to pull yeah. it apart. Don't worry, I'll share this uh, with you after email, and uh, and you'll be able to read the the twenty pages of information that we provide. 20 pages wow <laughs> that's ample man. and and, and if, if anyone else is interested in, in 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 getting into this or uh finding out what their personality traits are and to see how accurate it is i recommend you guys visiting uh behavioralsales.com behavior sales not behavioral sales behaviorsales.com Okay, Ben, so moving on to the next question, can you tell our listeners, um, and you can use personal examples of this, of how you've overcome challenges and managed stresses uh, in periods where, you know, things haven't gone your way? Yeah, well, there's a myriad of them. I know um, one of the biggest ones is then I was involved in a business and uh, I had the partner literally um, decided they didn't want to do it anymore. So here I was living in a foreign country that I just moved to for this business. And then the partner just, kind of, everything kind of imploded. So I'm sitting there going like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make some money? How am I going to get the bills paid? And at the end of the day, you just have to kind of pick yourself up and go, all right, mistakes going to be made. I got lessons to learn from this experience and I need to make sure that I uh, don't repeat this process. Um, so you kind of got to pick yourself up and go to work. 
um, and start having conversations with people. Uh, one of the best things I can recommend to people is always be promoting, always be engaging, always be connecting with people because if you're always in touch what people are looking for, what they need, you never know when you're going to come across the, the opportunity to fulfill that or when you may have to step back and fulfill that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you always got to be, be filling your pipeline. Uh, of business like you've got to be always be attracting business one of the worst mistakes i used to make um, was i would get one client and then i'd drop all my marketing activities and i'd be focused 100 percent on that one client and that fulfillment and then what would happen is we'd be done with that one client and i'll be like oh, how do i find another client to pay the bills in a week like it's just this constant like stop start and you gotta and when i started to realize that hey i need to think of myself as a shareholder in this business how would a shareholder operate this? How would they look at this perspective? And yeah, so I've had personal lows of literally you go into the the ATM and you're not even sure if you're going to be able to get twenty dollars out to be able to continue moving forward to pay for lunch or what have you. So yeah, yeah it's uh, at sometimes you just got to do the you got to do the hard work. You know, you know your answer. Your it's it's one of those that I've I've thought about myself internally like if i was to start a business with somebody else right um and when when you explained that i was like thank god at least i've got some sort of insight into if if i do end up going into a joint venture with somebody and things don't work out what the uh, i won't say exit strategy but what the next steps would be in terms of managing the situation especially if the, yeah. if, the, if, if, the, if the if the other person decides to pull out like i, I think i've always wondered uh, what that would be like and obviously you are a living example of somebody who's actually gone through that so i can no longer wonder yeah. what somebody who's, who's a witness it's even worse when you put two three years of work into it and then literally you lose everything you end up with absolutely nothing yeah you lose yeah. possible investments you lose everything and you're like okay i've lost all momentum and one of the most expensive things you can get in business is momentum like mm-hmm when you get something off the ground, you get things starting to move, you got people coming towards you, you, people start to go, oh, this is what you do and they start referring people and then all of a sudden when you've lost all of that and you've got to start from scratch again, it, it can be very tough and like you have to realize that it's worth putting in the effort today and some days you've really just got to wake up and go, you know what, I've just got to do this today because um, hopefully tomorrow or hopefully in a week like this will be done and I won't have to do this step and I'm going to be able to move to that next level. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. I agree with that. And would you say, obviously, in in relation to the next question, um, what do you think in line with what you just said is the most, what are the valuable things that people can take out of going through failures that they never really get a chance to look at? Failure is the best way to learn. Failure is the best way to make mistakes and deal with it. I get it's uncomfortable. I get it sucks. I get it could have resulted in you losing a lot of money, reputation, face. Like there's a whole lot of emotional issues that also go with failure. Um, And one of the things that you just need to be aware of is like it's just uh, an experience that you need to go, what are the lessons I can learn from here and how do I not repeat it? Um, and, And sometimes you literally have to ask yourself, what do I have to learn from this situation? What could I have done better? And it's great to take notes of that. I, uh, in my weekly journal, I literally take note of those. What are the three lessons I can learn this week? What are the three things I can improve? And like looking back, because that way you go, hey, hey, what, what did I, what mistakes did I make? What do I need to improve? How do I improve it? And that way you can look back in your notes. You go, oh, that's right. I did try that. I did. This happened this way. So, yeah. 
That's 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 that's, that's some sound advice, guys. So you, you hear Ben's a man that's talking from experience, and you know he's gone through this more than once or twice, or he's probably gone through it a lot. And you know we we all tend to yeah. go through those cycles, but it's about understanding what our winning formula is to go to you know to overcome those challenges. And I think the most important thing is learning. And you know, identifying where the the weak points are, and working on those weak points to make sure that next time you have a way of overcoming them. Hundred percent. So hundred percent. So obviously, the next question, obviously, it's, it's quite a broad question, but you know, it encompasses everything you know you're doing in terms of uh, what you do in your free time, what you do um, as for work, and what you do, obviously, like to upskill yourself. But what would you say excites you about the future going forward? Uh, I'm really excited about the growth and the potential of this. So I'm excited about uh, the ability to be able to travel and really be able to start to connect with people and build an audience of people who want to become better communicators, people who mm-hmm. want to strive for that next level performance. There's many products out there like that you buy and you get involved with and they're at this one-time use. So, yeah, you read this book, but I'm really focused on building a community of people who are striving to be better every single day. And that's not yeah. something that you uh, set and forget. It's not something you read. Like uh, when we're talking about like how do we learn from conversations we all have on a daily basis and how do we get smarter? How do we get better? How do we connect with different people? How do we connect with people from different races, religions? How, how do we just be better at like authentically connecting with people and getting their story and empowering them? Like that's what really excites me right now um, as well as being able to I, want, I did 8,000 miles on my bike last year on my uh, for my fun, so I want to see if I can crack 10,000 miles this year and I've got a lot more international travel. Absolutely. You know, those are, those are a lot of exciting things, you know, building that community up of, 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 of better communicators. Um, you know, I, I think that's, that's a crucial thing and the, one of the most underrated skills in the world, being able to communicate across clearly and effectively and concisely. And also, you know, on, on the traveling part, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've got any 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 locations in mind where you know you have you haven't gone and and and, and touched people, or when when I mean by that, I mean like people you've positively impacted to join um, the, the the community and also become um, patrons of, of of you know behavioral sales and all that. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, we'd love to be doing a lot through uh, Asia this year. Mm-hmm. So um, there's China, Japan, um, hopefully visit Hong Kong. And then, um, yeah, uh, probably a, uh, a few other parts of Europe would be pretty good too. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I wish you all the best with that. And, you know, can't wait to hear about all the other testimonies that you, you actually uh, you, you, you go through and obviously you complete and, if you're pushing for, are you pushing with 10,000 miles this year, 15,000 miles on the bike? Yeah, 10,000 miles. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of kilometers. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I, I won't even go even like into the whole uh, trying to convert thing because obviously remember we had we had that conversation before earlier on and it can be a real brain, a brain number. Exactly, exactly. It's it, it, Either way, it's a lot, no matter how you cut it. Exactly, yeah. So you know, we'll move on to the next question. I, and obviously, this one's an interesting one because it'll it get a, get a, a better insight into how you function, how you tick, and what gets you going. But what would you say helps you stay focused and productive when you're getting things done? 
uh, I always like to have headphones on listening to music. Uh, and one of the big things you've got to really be aware of is cutting back distractions. I see a lot of people who will keep alerts on their phone going. They'll keep they'll, they'll accept interactions and one of the interruptions. And one of the things you've got to be aware of is like what you're training yourself to do is accept that that inter- interruption is more important than what you're working on right now. And as a result, like if that's the case, then why are you working on what you're working on? So the thing is, is if you really want to get somewhere and make a difference, you at times you literally have to close off the world. You've got to turn off your alerts. You've got to turn off alarms. You've got to put your phone on silent. I literally have my phone on silent and I took face down because you know what? Right now, I don't care who's going to call me because that's nowhere near as important as being 100% focused right now. And when you can start like creating moments of pure focus, you'll be surprised at what you can get done. A lot of people are just too easily distracted with uh, with things uh, and with life, and they allow that to control them. And as a result, it keeps you very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree on on the on the whole alerts thing. And you know, I think in many ways, I, I myself as well have never actually um, taken that into consideration. That if if you're prioritizing your notifications, you know what you want to get done, you you won't get done. And it's, I, yeah. I guess it's also got a, a deep bedded psychological effect because anything and everything that could happen because you're so used to getting distracted by your phone, you, you automatically hope and you know wait for your phone to, 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 to buzz or to ring or something like that, which isn't obviously a healthy, um, healthy way of, of, you know, digesting what's going on. So, you know, I, I'd, lo- I'd like to also pr- promote like a, concentration method you might know it it's called the pomodoro technique um mm-hmm. so you're yeah. working in typed intervals and for for anyone who's who, who's who's interested in trying if you've got a uh you know whether you've got an iphone or an android um there, there should be a functionality on your phone where you can essentially block yourself off from the world i think in in in, in many as you could mm-hmm. it could be flight mode um and then obviously you time yourself for about two hours and you say after two hours i want to get this much done and then obviously after the two hours you take a 30 minute break and then you go back again and so on and so forth and you'll start to see that when 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 we do things consistently we are mentally uh training ourselves it's like we're going to the gym for our brains <laughs> it's one of those that uh, that, that I, I i also picked up and i was like wow this this is this is actually legit so that's that's very true what you said and you know i encourage everyone to take ben's words on and apply them effectively so you know we'll move on to the next question as well ben and you know this question will will give you a great insight into how you view yourself as an individual and you know what you would want to pass on to the next generation but what would you say are your strongest qualities right and from your qualities which qualities would you like to pass on to the next person who's willing to learn from you um uh always there's always opportunity out there one of the best things you got to be aware of is um what you say hell yes to or hell no as they say look Mm. a lot one of the biggest lessons i've learned is like i used to say yes to everything but i was saying yes to everything that even things that i should have been saying no to and those no things would like rob me of my fun that rob me of my passion that rob me of my joy because i'm doing things i thought would be good for me to do but like they weren't getting me close to my goal. They were actually sending me sideways or sending me backwards because I'm like putting myself out for others. But every time you yeah. do that, it comes at a massive cost. And you just got to be aware of the uh, ramifications of that and the cost of that. 
Um, and I learned from a mentor of mine, he said, it's either a, you either say hell yes or a hell no. And if it's not a hell yes, it's automatically a hell no. And that's something that takes a little bit to grasp because the thing is, is how many things in your life are you saying yes to that mm-hmm. you really shouldn't be? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's one of those where, you know, it's, I guess it's it's what you said that the awareness and being able to determine what's what's really valuable, and I think if if we use my example from the behavioral cells, my report, right? I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm an individual who uh, wants to see the, the the data, the evidence before making a concrete decision, right? So, but I'm pretty sure for other people out there, you know, they would need to do an assessment on what they're being presented or what they want to go into and they need to obviously make a, a pros and cons list and then determine whether it's which one which and weigh up which option is the best one to go with and it's basically business decisions i think in many ways we may not look at it but our, our lives are essentially like a business in a way because you know mm-hmm. 100%. the better we might the better we manage ourselves the better we function the better yeah. we perform etc 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 yeah agree. So, you know, we'll move on to the next one. And obviously, like from what you've just said, um, you know, are there any skills like this you're looking to pick up in the future going forward as well? Um, I'm always looking to improve my uh, ability to communicate. So look, I look to improve my business and my my communication by 1% every single day. Um, I would love to be able to read more. I consume more content, but more importantly, Mm -hmm. implement what I learned. So it's like, okay, how do I implement this? So one of the things I'm doing is I'm looking forward to actually slowing down on how much I consume and focus on, okay, how do I implement from this? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, you should read 100 books a year. Okay, what's the point of reading 100 books a year if you don't implement one single thing you learn? So it's just like, hey, if you, one of the things I've been doing recently is taking one book and listening to it three times. So making sure I'm literally like imprinting it in me and then being able to take it from there, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. It's like, uh, you know, quantity, quality of a quantity kind of a situation where, you know, you you don't want to be just that person who at the end of every year or you say that I've read, let's say, 500 books and then you get asked on book 395, what was the book about? What did you learn? What did you take from the book? Um, I think, like you said, you know, you, you take you when you read a book, you're you're looking to take out concepts and 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 things that you can use to apply in your life and alter your thinking or improve your thinking. Because obviously, like it's, it's all well and good, but like it's the application of it. It all comes back to application again. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. So, you know, in, in closing, Ben, what inspiring words would you like to leave all of the listeners who've taken the time to listen to your episode today who are looking to improve themselves? So um, we've made available a whole lot of resources that people are ignorant. We've got a whole community um, and at behaviorsales.com, like they can literally reach out and we're like, we can teach them everything they need to learn. We share a lot of resources for free to help them effectively communicate and empower others understand more about themselves so they can make change so i'd highly recommend look, just go to behaviorsales.com you'll be quite amazed at some of the resources that are available to you um, and if you want to take things to the next level well, by all means reach out ask some questions and you might be surprised at what becomes available absolutely absolutely 
And, you know, with that, I'd like to thank you, Ben, obviously, for, for taking the time to sit down with me today. It's been an honor, obviously, to learn more about, you know, what you're doing on your side. Obviously, a technology lover, you know, you love traveling the world, you know, cyclist, you know, maybe we might see you in the Tour de France one day. Um <laughs> you know, fingers crossed, <laughs> or any other. Um, uh, I, I think it, 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 in the state in New York, they should have like biking competitions, like on a on an annual basis, don't they? Oh, they have, they have biking competitions every weekend. So I'm I'm involved in oh. more than enough of those right now. So it's it's pretty cool, but never the Tour de France. Like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, out of my league. <laughs> You never know, man. You never know. All the, all of these other ones may be like what you said early on, you know, you want to build up to being able to, to take on the big one. So you never know. You, you might actually be ready without knowing that you're ready. But, you know, appreciate that okay. and appreciate appreciate you coming on and sharing your wise words and, you know, sharing your your positive moments and, uh, you know, useful information with everyone who's listened in. And for everyone's benefit, if you can uh, share where people can find you and reach out to you, if, you know, they they, they suddenly get into a, a communication jambot, say, uh, where would be the best places to reach you or your business or anyone you work with? Yeah, just behaviorsales.com. They can go there. There's our email. There's live chat. There's support. There's a whole community there that you can go and join and ha- ask questions and get interactions. So there's plenty of resources there, yeah. Absolutely, guys. And if you're looking to improve your c- communication, be also sure to read the book People Ignorant, written by the author himself. Uh, like, if you're listening, you know, he's on the podcast right now. But if you're watching, you know, he's he's right in front of you, you know. So if you want to... Li- obviously learn the concepts of communication how to understand body language and all of those things please do have a look at um or have a read of of people ignorant and obviously with that note we've come to the end of another fantastic episode here on the POTN podcast i'd like to thank my guest ben for taking the time uh to sit down with me today he's joining us from new york is it new york am i correct i think you you muted there oh sorry tampa florida so Florida, oh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Oh wow, I- I'll have some questions for you after that. But <laughs> but that was it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to everyone for listening and obviously uh, watching. If you've watched the podcast episode here on YouTube, uh, please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, YouTube. Um, this was GeoSaven. Um, and, and all the other media platforms where you can find this podcast episode and to leave you with a bit of a you know motivational tune I'd like to leave you all with the sounds of L3 by 3T please enjoy and till next time be well and take care First year 2016, young nigga had big dreams on his own though, need to get cream like Wu-Tang, had a lip team, they stayed down just when shit seemed like it's over when them hoes said it, but Marvel movies got post-credit, scenes taught me patience, had a girl back then, shoulda known she probably ain't shit, we dodging pay slips, don't need bosses, gang quit on these thotties that hang with, these grown men with wives and kids telling them lies then, go bless someone's daughter, she probably faking attraction, asking she'll say the vibe and that ain't no vibe cause that's a transaction, Accounts feeling subtracted Fuck as long as it balance When your mom said greens are good for you Bet she ain't me tossing no salad Shawty, yeah, wait I'm not a kid cause I ain't tried it But the doctor just ain't prescribed it To all the hoes been on my dick And my touches on my other's ass Wait, last match in the ratio Hit the bed looking like a panda Lady feeling like I'm Santa Gifted 
Kicked the witch out my life, now I'm feeling like a curse has been lifted And she probably gon' hit shit Friends puff puff pass, only problem is they smoking on this dick Gave me brain so dope, my mind stone like vision, nigga Fuck your life One look at me, you won't trust your wife One thing about these girls, they last for hype One is my phone, now she's for life She like, Mr. BT, can I suck your vibe? No, I don't even know you What the fuck you gon' do? Think they gon' help you go through what you gone through Slim, thick chick, wish your mama warned you It's a jungle, don't make friends with serpents They gon' bite you to death, that's for certain Make you cut all your friends off on purpose So you have no one to call when you hurtin' That's savage, but what matters? All a nigga really wants an ass fatter Then his last girl attached to a bitch that's fatter Take her to the top and she might just trip the ladder Dark days, long nights I was wishing on the Mustang Back then was a student Tux had a couple shawties I must bang Met a girl, sparks flew Love bomb combustion Wasn't really love at first sight It was kinda more of a lust thing But few months later I thought the love was everlasting So wrong Life taught me you only reap From the land of which you sold on Foundation is important You should know who the fuck you dealing with She held me down when she felt love But what would happen when the feeling split Was a switch up She brought me out a bigger picture Taught her how to suck a dick up Then she did it with another nigga Damn, sorry, 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 fuck it girl I really, really wish I had a nickel Every time you would say that I would probably on a Music by 3T